welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast going track by random ass track through all of their discography forever until we both die. Uh, with me. <laughs> I don't know why it was funny the third time, but it was. <laughs> uh, with me until we die forever is Joe. Until we take this to our fucking grave. It's there me. It is. I'm Joe. Um, I think it's because after doing centuries, the concept of like, until we die is now much heavier on you because <laughs> we did not enjoy. Well, you did. You enjoyed centuries less than I did. I think. I think we, it turned out that both of us didn't enjoy it, but I definitely enjoyed it less. Yes. I can take it apart viciously, but I mean like, you know, it's still kind of bop, you know, well, it's fine. I listen, I listen to plenty of trash. Sometimes trash is fun. What song are we talking about this week, Caitlin? Uh, we are talking about Bang the Doldrums from Infinity on High and also apparently possibly Shrek 2 in a different timeline? In a different timeline, this song... Well, actually, no, in this timeline, the song was made for the soundtrack of Shrek 2. Uh, it was not... In a different timeline, it made it into the movie. Because <laughs> it did not happen in this one. We learned, <laughs> we learned that uh, about five minutes ago. Apparent, I don't know where the news was revealed in which that they made a song for Shrek at any point, but uh, there is a tweet from Pete Went saying that the Shrek song is old, it was Bang the Doldrums, they just didn't like it for the movie. So, damn. Uh, <laughs> what a different world that would be. A worse would... world, I would say. Yeah. The song's really fucking good, though. I love this fucking song. Listeners, are you ready for me to love a song? Because this is the song. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to enjoy a thing. I mean, to be fair, I do enjoy Sugar Work Going Down. It's just, I don't know, man. That's a weird moment in time. It's a very weird moment in time. But like, Bang the Doldrums, I'm like in it. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. Like, Bang the Doldrums. Let's fucking do it. Very, very well-made song. Very enjoyable song. It bops. Toe to tip. It bops. It bops. Bops hard. Again, I'm on Genius.com. Feel free to sponsor us at any point. Yeah. Uh, We'll read Genius ads. We basically already do it. Yeah, I will mention it. Well, the thing is, I I feel like I should credit where I'm reading these notes from or the lyrics from. And where, why would I mean, that's not, that's fair. I'm not mad about it. And why would I read, why would I read lyrics anywhere else? So I am going to say their name every episode we make. But also pay us. Please. Although it isn't the most popular song from Infinity, this says, Bang the Doldrums features various distinguished sounds compared to the rest of the album. I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bridge involves yelling and screaming in a way that is (laughs) not common for the band to do, but God, do I love it. This is the album for it, honestly. (laughs) Yes. It's also one of the few songs that's never been played live. I don't, I mean, I don't have the source for that, but why the fuck not? Yeah, fucking what? The the whole like like post chorus refrain of yelling of the yo o o or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. The pirate part, as it's technically yeah. called. The the yar part. That's like that's like written to be played live. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've seen Fallout Boy three times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they've ever played it then, but I just assumed it was because they were like touring their new mm-hmm. shitty albums. 
Yeah, I mean, if they if they weren't playing it in when they were touring this record or Folly Ado, I would be hard pressed to see them playing it now. But that's like, just weird. Damn. What did they play then? Just I dance, don't... dance, and that's just it. That's just dance, all they dance, played. Dance for an hour, and then they left. Uh, and, uh <laughs> the thing is, Infinity on High is packed with bangers mm-hmm. and singles, even because it's got dance. Well, no, Dance Dance was not that one, but it's got um, Arms Race. It's got Thriller, Take Over the Breaks Over. It's, well, fucking, they made a live album around that yeah. time, didn't they? They got That's... fucking Bang the Doldrums. You got Carpal Tunnel of Love. Um, mm-hmm. You got fucking... Golden's not a banger, but it's a good song. It's a good song. Which is not a bop. No, but that's fine. Not every song that's got fine. a bop. You can yeah. have nuance sometimes. Infinity on High is a good record. Infinity on High is quite possibly my favorite Fall Out Boy record. I can never pick my favorite Fall Out Boy record. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I feel... Where so do we, we were talking start? Before, I, we were talking before about how people made a big deal about how different Infinity on High sounds, and you don't think it sounds, like, that different. And I was saying I feel like it's, like, more of a tone shift and, like, kind of a tone piece that's different than the other albums. And I feel like Bang the Doldrums is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that opening guitar part, where it gets into the like do 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 do, like all of that kind of stuff, that wasn't a good. It's so sick. Yeah, it wasn't a good impression of it, but I feel like that has like a tone to it that is kind of like I'm not good at words, but like which is sad because I write, but I feel <laughs> not like... about music. <laughs> That's true. I don't write about music, nor would I. Um, I'm not versed enough, which is a music joke. Um, ha ha ha! It's it. not your. It's not your forte. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, I'm sorry. This is where we just fall into music puns. But no, I think that I think it sets up this like I don't want to say creepy because I don't think that's right. But I do think that ba- that like Bang the Doldrums. But I think like Infinity on High as like an album has like very much a more sense of like before we kind of talked about it of it like this is the first time they're kind of like acting like adults and they're like yo this is sad and like not in like the angsty teen way anymore yes it's a i don't i don't know if mature more mature is really necessarily the most accurate way to describe the tone shift from cork tree but there is like there's something there it's it's the the upbeat songs are upbeat, and the songs that have like, you know, different emotions, they they are conveyed well sonically. Yeah, I think there's just like there's just something to. It's better songwriting, is what it is, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do think it's that for sure. I also think that it's like, um, I don't know. There's just something like every song is kind of tinged with this like. Uh, I'm trying. I'm really struggling to describe this, but like I feel like it's just tinged with this like, kind of ironic sadness and just kind of an acceptance of, like, yo, things are really fucking shitty right now, and, like, if we live, we live. If not, like, it's gonna be kind of a miracle. (laughs) You know? And I think it kind of leads into Folly Ado, where I feel like they have more fun with it, where they're kind of like, everything's fucked up, but also what if it was a carnival? Versus, like, Infinity on High is just kind of like, yo, this is, like, kind of a low, and, like, it's cool either way, but... The the title definitely implies the opposite, and I and I think that's you know the the point is um maybe I, as I think I described previously uh 
Fall Out Boy often walks this line between are things the best or are they the worst? And often it's like, well, you know, both. It's mm-hmm. and I, I think Infinity High does a great job of like really capturing the tone that it wants to capture it at any given moment. Which, you know, that's it's they've been messy about in other yeah. places. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like Infinity Out High does the best job of like overall being like kind of a concept album to a degree without I think necessarily maybe like I don't think it sets out to be a concept album. But I think it does that to a degree and I think it does it well throughout. Like I think there's very much a tone and like an idea being communicated there that is like not generally the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or has been since. Yeah. Like the uh the the tone of like I'm like a lawyer is such a distinct thing that like you wouldn't hear on the records before it. Mm-hmm. That I mean, and that's true of a lot of different songs. Even like "Thanks for the Memories" is pretty distinct in what it's doing. But also, I think some of that is their ability to move beyond what they sounded like before, which also gets us to where we're at now with Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Infinity High is a good record, but let's let's focus in on uh, on Bang the Doldrums. Let's bang those doldrums. Yeah, bang so kind of. I was thinking about it because I really, really liked this song as like a thirteen-year-old, and like that's weird because I didn't have any like experience to understand what this song was about or like what it feels. Yes, yeah. Like, and so I was thinking about it, and I wrote down I liked it in middle school because I was deep in my un- untreated depression angst. Versus uh-huh. now I like it because the lyrics are actually meaningful to my life experiences. Mm-hmm. Which if that ain't Fallout Boy, I don't know what is. That That's a mood right there. That's what you got there on that piece of paper. It's a mood. A mood. Uh, couldn't bring myself to call except to call it quits. Ain't that a fucking lyric and a half? Yeah. You ever heard of this thing called anxiety? Yeah. Yeah, I have, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to be a bummer show. It might be a little bit, though. Uh, so from time to time. We'll throw some goofs in the middle of this. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. We laugh at our pain. Yeah, best friends, ex-friends till the end. Better off as lovers and not the other way around. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Relatable. Ugh, <laughs> uh, man. It's in... I think... To to further that conversation of Infinity on High being about, you know, uh, a more nuanced take of where they were at and more, less just angst and more, I'm sad about things that are real. I, I think the, but like it also being the album that it is and being Infinity on High, I think, um, I think that this chorus being as upbeat as it is but being about what it is and it's like yeah. this is the end of a like this is a post-mortem for a relationship but it's still talking about like yelling out the back of taxis yeah well and even like this part is probably like the most up like like sonically upbeat part of the song too mm-hmm. and it is like the most like boppy catchy part it's which a is a bop. chorus it's a chorus so it should be like i get that but also well, like there are there are different types of choruses but in a, a it's what Fall Out Boy's good at. Yeah, but, like, it is, yeah, because it's, it's 100% just being, like, because it's sad and it's kind of bitter, I feel like, right? Of, like, 
like we're friends but we shouldn't be like it's fucked up that we're friends like i don't know we know that it might be one of the last bitter love songs that i've a relationship song that i can think of out of the absurd number that pete wentz has written Mm. because it seems to be very at least from my point of view it seems it's not really so much like i'm just not in a bad post and you're just a lie in a song it's Better off as lovers and not the other way around. It seems very, like, sobering, comparatively. Oh, it's like, yeah, for sure. It, it's very much like, yeah, no, this is definitely conscious of the fact that we, you know, could not be friends. And to to jump ahead to the, oh, this does call it a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the tombstones were waiting. They'd half engraved, knew it was over, but just didn't know the date. That concept of, like being in denial about the ending of a thing is like pretty fucking strong yeah i guess i read it as bitter less as in like the bitter of like pop punk generally where it's like it didn't work out and that's fucked up and more of like you know like it sucks to know that like you can't have a relationship be the way you want it to be and that there is a form of it that works kind of but like if it's fucked up on one end it probably can't happen the other way either Mm mm-hmm like, I don't know. There's something, and I think it's probably being colored by my own personal experiences. But, like, well, I'm right there I don't with know. you, if so. Yeah, there's something about that where it's just like, it's just like one of those things where it's like, I don't know how you can be not bitter about that, like knowing mm-hmm. that and having to just like live with it. And I do mean in like a more real way as opposed to just like a, man, we're not dating anymore. We're not friends anymore. Rah. Yeah, it's very nuanced to feel. Emotions complicated. Feelings hard, Joe. Yeah, feelings hard? Uh. The bridge continues this concept pretty poignantly mm-hmm. uh, of, of I cast a spell over the West to make you think of me the same way that I think of you. And it's like... Oh my god. That's... I mean, that says a lot with very little. Yeah. Also, I'm reading this on uh, on on Genius, our sponsor, Genius. No, it's um... not our sponsor. It is totally not our sponsor. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to Yet. speak it into the world. Joe. Yeah, will it will it into existence? I definitely thought that the words were I cast a spell over the words to make you think of me the same way I think of you. Because mm. like we said, sometimes it's hard to understand what Patrick Stump says. And I think I like my version better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, but I just like, I, I guess it's, it's different to me now that it's I cast a spell over the West versus the words. Mm-hmm. Huh. Which that's a moment for me to have. I don't know how I feel about that. It's just different now. Mm-hmm. Also, the the lyric "This is a love song in my own way, happily ever below the waist" is sad. Sure is. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in the way that, I mean, the rest of the song is also the outro ending on "Better Off as Lovers" and not actually finishing off the chorus is effective. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a good song, man. It's a really good song, y'all. They knew it was over! Oh my god, that was such a good I love Pete Wentz's yelling. It's my favorite part on Take This to Your Grave, too. It's gotta be Grand Theft Autumn, where, like, fully panned left or right, you just hear Pete Wentz like, Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. It's on Carpal Tunnel of Love, too, which we will get to at some point. We absolutely will. I, I got a text of uh, <laughs> someone who wants to be on that episode. It's a good oh song. God. Damn, we already have a roster. Mm-hmm. 
starting to uh, save seats. Uh, man. But we just roll them at random, so, like, you know. Yeah. Also, uh, this song doesn't have a music video. It so doesn't. So we can't... Um, I feel like if it did, it would be done poorly, so that's probably fine. It would be but... a, it would be an AMV for Shrek 2. It would be. You're right. <laughs> it, actually, it realistically would be. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, God. Hold on. There's probably is one. The beginning of Shrek, but I put Bang the Doldrums instead of All Star. <laughs> hmm. Jesus. I, all right. So there is an AMV for it. It's not an AMV because Shrek is an anime man. It does <laughs> open with, This is your fault for not stopping me. Oh my god. I can't, I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around this being in Shrek 2. Because the plot of Shrek 2 <laughs> <laughs> does not really relate. Um, because it, it's I just. I mean, they spend some time apart in that movie, Shrek and Fiona. They do, but it's not like. I, I feel like it's it's a, it's Shrek having insecurities about his appearance and Fiona being like, dog, like, we're we're chill, we're married, like, this is fine. Like, my parents are kind of assholes, but, like, fuck them. And then he's like, nah, I feel really bad about myself, I'm gonna ah, go my try swamp. to get a makeover. <laughs> and then, like, but I don't really, like, there's no... Donkey! I, I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to unpack emotionally this song's really good i i keep thinking about like just musically the 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 switching between the the twingy guitar part and the sporadic and staccato chugs that it has uh, also the first verse has like this vocal layering that i fucking am in love with where or am in, yeah those are words mm-hmm. where there's like patrick singing it in a higher register behind Patrick singing it that you probably hear better, which yep. I'm a sucker for that shit. Uh, there's a lot of good voice stuff in this song. Like, there's a lot of good layering of like Patrick and then like Joe and Pete, and mm-hmm. it's a good song. I think that's just the moral of the story. This is this is a good song. Mm-hmm. I can't commit to a thing, be it heart or hospital. Yikes! Yikes! If that ain't a mood. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, are you okay? <laughs> Past tense, because it's Pete. Were what? you okay? I think probably not. Two thousand seven. Like... Jesus what? Christ. Was, was anyone okay? Two thousand seven. I probably wasn't. <laughs> what What year did uh, My Chemical Romances? I'm not okay. Come on. Hopefully, it was two thousand seven. I think it's older than that. I think so too. But it'd be funny. It'd be a good one. 2004. God. Jesus. I'm not that old, but I do feel old. I feel like there's a weird nostalgia disease amongst people our age. I was I I had I was listening I was just listening to it on on YouTube and it's like one of those generated videos Lord. that happened. I just wanted to point out that on this video, there's not many comments, because uh, for some reason these generated pretty recently, but the, the first comment does just say, ow. Yeah. <laughs> Big mood. <laughs> so Shrek 2, I guess this is an episode about Shrek now. 
I just don't think it matches very well, which is probably why they didn't like it. Well, all right. Shrek 2, if I remember correctly, is the one that opens with Ocean Man. Um, Ocean Man. Yeah, by Ween. What is Oh, I don't really remember the soundtrack to that film, if I'm being honest, except for uh, holding out for a hero. Ocean Um, Man! Yeah. Uh, Shrek 2 soundtrack. Uh, Yeah, I think it had Ocean Man. I might be thinking of. There's like four, so really it could be any of them. Um, Accidentally in Love is the opening theme. So I'm, I might be thinking of thing entirely. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I don't see, I don't see Ocean. What am I thinking of with Ocean Man? Why did fucking Ocean Man Mandela effect into my brain into being the opening song in Shrek? Is it an opening song in a different Shrek? Not the first one, because that's All-Star. Yeah, is it in Shrek 3? I haven't seen it. I'm trying to remember which one Shrek 3 is. I believe it's the one with King Arthur, but I could be wrong. Yeah, played by Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the ending song for SpongeBob. But this is a SpongeBob movie. <laughs> God damn it. That makes more sense anyway. Um, it really does. So what other songs were on this soundtrack? Um, a, couple, a lot of pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Such as the Hawaii Five-O music, the theme from Rawhide. Um, it does have, uh, an incredible performance of Holding Out for a Hero. Yeah, I just, like, there are Fall Out Boy songs I would argue you could put on the soundtrack to Shrek 2. I would not. Which ones? Um, okay. (laughs) I wasn't ready for you to call me on this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let me look through Spotify real quick. (laughs) Cause I'll find one, Joe. I'll fucking find one. Fallout Boys cover of Ocean Man. Um, they have not. <laughs> they have not covered Ocean Man, but I would love that. They got. Af- they got a. Uh, they got Weezer to cover Africa by Toto. Can we get Fallout Boy to cover Ocean Man by Ween? Jesus Christ. Okay, let's see here. I honestly feel like there's a pitch for Sugar. We're going down for Shrek One. For Shrek One. Mm-hmm. Ooh, also, I don't care for Shrek 1 or Shrek 2 when he comes back and Fiona's like, dog, you didn't have to do all this. We're ogres. I was fucking fine with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that song wasn't... Well, actually, what year was it? 2004. No. Hey, um, we didn't We didn't say it had to be actually accurate to the year. You just wait. challenged me to find a song that I could argue for. A, that's fine. Wait a minute, though. Shrek 2 came out in 2004. Infinity on High came out in 2007. How long were they sitting on those fucking doldrums? Apparently forever. Jeez. Ooh, I could. You could totally put Grand. You could totally put Grand Theft Auto in Shrek 2. Where is your ogre tonight? (laughs) Honestly, like the whole time when they're like pitching Prince Charming to her, just in the background with like a scene of Shrek trying to get to the castle, just where is your boy? It works, Joe. It works. I hope that he is an ogre. <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I'm just saying. What else is there to say about Bang the Doldrums? Um, is there? Or is it just more of Pete went yelling? It's really just, I feel like, good lyrics, good sounds, Pete went yelling. Yeah. 
and that's kind of it i mean yeah. like we already that's talked it. about it's mm. it's it's a big sad and that's you know that's kind of where big, where it's at big sad portrayed well uh, musically and lyrically and um good mm-hmm See, y'all are going to be really excited for the episodes where we don't like things because those are the ones that we talk on. <laughs> and don't talk about fucking Shrek. God. <laughs> Holy All I'm saying, shit. Grand Theft Auto for Shrek. I just said Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto for Shrek 2. <laughs> where is your ogre tonight? I... I hope he beats up that gentleman. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to make that AMV. Send it, send it our way. Let me actually. Please do. Nope, no Shrek AMV. Damn it, the internet! You have failed us. Oh uh, well, where? I did see a a, a it says where is that boy tonight? <laughs> where is he though? Oh shit! What up? Where's that boy tonight? <laughs> oh man, I think that's. I think I think we need to end this. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, well, we have a good variance in length so far. We do. Unpredictable. Gotta um, stay un- serpentine. <laughs> Caitlin? Yes? Where can people send you their Grand Theft Auto Shrek AMVs? Well, please send all Grand Theft Auto Shrek AMVs, and any other ones you got, honestly, to uh, at CG and 8Rs on Twitter. CGR. Seizure. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J.O. That's it. Kaylin, is this more than you bargained for yet? Absolutely yes, Joe. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.